0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. I'm Susan Bauer, your National Director of Training. And today's episode is in our social media podcast series. And you know, Facebook is always changing their roles. And sometimes it's a little hard to keep up. So I have asked Sherry Gauthier, our Director of Social Media to hop onto this podcast and share some tips especially when it comes to Facebook jail. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you so
1: much for having me. Well, so let's just get started. What is Facebook jail? (laughs) Well, we call it Facebook jail. I'm sure Facebook doesn't appreciate it, but really it is when Facebook punishes an account for um, doing things that Facebook feels are a little bit spammy. And so these, this can happen to both personal profiles and business pages. And it ends up that Facebook blocks some of the features like liking and commenting and even posting on Facebook, but it can also mean that they disable your account completely for breaking Facebook rules. So we are going to cover some of that today. And obviously the penalties can range from, you know, only a few hours to a few days to a few weeks and actually permanent removal of your profile and business pages. So it can get pretty serious, Susan.
0: Yeah which is why we call it jail because being locked out and you really, you can't do anything about it. They're in complete control, right?
1: Right. And you know, I, I want to clarify that I prefer to call it a Facebook timeout This is kind of when you get, um, you know, suspension for a few hours or even only a couple of days. This is Facebook warning you, hey, pay attention. Um, We have rules you need to follow. And so I call it a timeout because honestly, um, you need to now step up and pay attention. And people say to me all the time, well, I don't have time to become familiar with everything Facebook wants me to do. Well, Susan, I'll tell you what, they sure make time when they're in Facebook timeout or Facebook jail. And it's usually not a convenient time when you are facing Facebook timeout to figure out what you're doing wrong.
0: Yeah, it's much better to be proactive about it. So we'll dig into that. But so let's, um, let's just, can you share though a few reasons why people end up in timeout or Facebook jail?
1: Sure, well, first and foremost, post frequency you know we have people that jump on and do a lot of liking and posting and commenting in a very short time frame, like maybe they 're splitting it up into ten minutes um, segments a few times a day. Just be careful about that, you know, spend a little bit of time to be really authentic if you 're going to connect with someone, liking a post doesn't get you any visibility. You're much better off thinking about adding value to them and really contributing with a comment on their post. And another tip, Susan, is try to avoid those auto schedulers. Like, uh, I don't wanna name any specific companies, but you're much better off using the Facebook offered scheduler. And um, that's available for business pages and on Facebook groups. So I wouldn't be using any third party ones right now. Facebook is just really finicky with anybody trying to access their platform from a third party system.
0: That's a really good tip because and I'm sure Facebook wants you to be using their tools because Facebook is yep. available for everyone. Okay, so what what's another reason and what's
1: kind of what can you do to avoid it? Too much tagging. This applies when you are tagging people in photos, but it can also be, I see a lot of people tagging people in photos that the person isn't in the photo, and that's a big no-no. If you want to tag someone, it's best to tag them in a comment under your original image or post. So for example, if I'm in a picture with you and Ashley, I might tag the photo of you and Ashley I also would ask your permission before I do that. But then let's say I want to tag Brian Dill because it's his birthday today. Um, I would do that in a comment section. So I would just be really careful about tagging photos and then tagging a whole bunch of people in posts. Um, That just ends up being very spammy.
0: And it's really easy to do that if it's a, you know, if it's a picture with a lot of people yes you know you see people going oh i'll just tag everybody in here and and that's a a good way to share but i'm I'm thinking that's a tip that a lot of people don't know so thanks for that
1: one well i think well just on that too i think once in a while doing that like if you've had a leader meeting or something it's all right but when you're doing it over and over again like when you're using tagging as a strategy that's not a good strategy
0: And that goes back to you saying, you know, like the idea of frequency, they really monitor how frequent you're doing certain activities. Okay, so too frequently, um, using outside uh, resources and not um, to schedule posts, Mm -hmm. um, tagging, what's next, Sherry?
1: Well, overusing anything. And so let me dig into that. That can be overusing an image, overusing a video everyone else is using, overusing a website link. So here's a few things that I'll get you to keep in mind. You're much better off creating your own content. This might be taking your own photos of you using product. A big thing, though, Susan, that I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand is Google searching images to use on Facebook is a no-no. There's a couple of reasons. A lot of people go back to the idea of, okay, well, I could be stealing someone's copyright image, which is very relevant, and people can be fined for those copyright infringements. But more importantly, a lot of time, images on Google are already marked as spam, So when people do use Google searched images, those images before they're used anywhere else already kind of have a flag on them. So you don't actually know which graphics you search on Google could have spam flags already on them. So it does get a little bit complicated. And this is one of the reasons why Norwex offers Photify for our consultants is so that we offer you images that Norwex has paid for, for your editing. So I would encourage everybody to kind of look into Photify, that Photify app, and certainly to use your own photos, use your own videos. Those go a long way. And I also know that I hear um, people use our
0: Norwex Flickr um, albums that I yes. have your team create. And there, is, there are a ton of images in there as well that are, um, that are so perfect for so many different times and so many uh, different posts. So I would, I'd recommend that too. And yes, definitely Photify. Okay. So those are quite a few. Anything else, Sherry?
1: Well, don't act spammy. You know, we've already talked about not tagging a bunch of people, but this also means don't add friends that, don't know you, so I mean, say you connect with a host or a new customer at a at a party, um, that doesn't give you liberty to just go add them as a friend or add them to a VIP group. You really do need to make sure people recognize you, because if people say, "Oh, this person friended me," I don't recognize them, and they mark you as being spammy. Facebook will kind of track your profile to see if you're doing any other spammy activities.
0: So, um, okay. So you don't want to just randomly add friends, but at a party, you can certainly, that is an opportunity, um, to let them know, you know, that they could be part of your Facebook group as an absolutely VIP group as well. Yes.
1: Yes. And the best way to do that is ask them to friend you first of all, and then secondly, send them a link to your VIP group and let them request to join Um, Well, I think that don't they have to click on accept when you send them that link too? yes and Facebook is changing things a little bit right now but you know Facebook is changing things with the groups because they don't want people just simply adding them Um, nobody that's that sort of feels like you're hijacking somebody's birthday party you know so we do want to follow Facebook's rules even though they kind of change them on us it's really because Facebook does want us to be authentic and real and in real time be posting so if people do keep that in mind that Facebook Facebook really makes changes to ensure that you're not acting inappropriately and that you're not being spammy on their platform. I know it can be inconvenient to stay up to date, but again, um, Facebook offers all of this to us for free. You know, you don't have to pay for your VIP group. You don't pay for your business page. Um, They allow you to do a lot of things on their platform for free, and so you do, you are expected to follow some of the things that they require of you to do that. And, you know, and appreciate that you have kept up
0: with this and are sharing these great tips that um, I think people can just readily implement. These are all really easy things. Another thing you had mentioned to me was um, trigger words.
1: Yes. So try to avoid those words that get you in trouble, like sale, purchase, order, ordering now, join my team. Buy, contest, new products, bargain, free. All of those words really are picked up by Facebook bots which are sort of automated um, flagging and removing um, systems that Facebook uses to put you in Facebook timeout or Facebook jail. So try to reword, get creative with your words so that you're not using the trigger words everybody else is. And an example of this is flash sale. You know, when we have a flash sale, Susan, everybody jumps on about the flash sale. Well, you know what, when 5,000 consultants are using the word flash sale, that word in and of itself becomes a spam target. So really,
0: yeah, those were all great suggestions. And I know that some of our listeners are, you know, um, on a treadmill or driving, but Sherry, can you, um, can you say that list again for those of of our listeners who are actually sitting somewhere and probably trying to
1: grab a piece of paper and write down some of those words? Sure. They are things like sale, purchase, ordering, order now, new products, bargain, free, join my team. So they really are words that you see a lot. And you know, again, just using your own verbiage and using your own descriptions of an offer. I would actually, instead of putting the offer forward, I would put the value of the offer, meaning, you know, what is this product worth for you and your household rather than, you know, it's 30% off. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes total sense. It's the, what, what it can do for you because- Yeah, actually, what's in it for me, right? Yep. yep what's in it for me. Exactly. Okay, so what else, Cher? Is there anything else um, that people can be doing that really help to have the best reach and keep them out of timeout?
1: Well, here's the thing. You know, I know that it's really easy to copy and paste other people's information and maybe scripts or Facebook party scripts, but I like to equate it to the word plagiarism. Do you know what plagiarism is, Susan? Yes, I do know what that is. I think people um it's
0: when you're copying uh, somebody else or you're falsifying a, a document
1: or falsifying something.
0: Right. That's, That's like- right.
1: So I think that people often think, oh, you know, copying other people's scripts and not changing things up, sort of being a bit lazy. Well, listen, consider it kind of like Facebook's version of plagiarism. They don't want you exactly copying and pasting emails from head office about a sale or a promotion or an offer. They don't want you copying your leader's content from her post on your group um, to post over on your audience um, you know, what you want to do is really take and read the information and then rework it to be your own. Okay, because again, if people are using the exact same copy as everybody else, um, Facebook does pick that up as a whole bunch of people using the same content over and over. And just to keep it simple, I call it Facebook plagiarism, you know, they don't necessarily call it that, but it really makes it more relatable to what people understand in everyday life.
0: That makes a a really good point. And something that we're excited about is we actually are redoing our Facebook script, which will be available to you soon to use for a Facebook party. But again, we're going to help to ensure that you're using that as kind of your foundation, but making it authentic and real. And honestly, Sherry, part of being um, social is you, you want to feel real and authentic and for people to get to know you. So, um, you know, making it sound like you and showing pictures of you and yep. all those subtle things just make a big difference.
1: Exactly right.
0: And and videos and that kind of thing. You know, yep. your own video is your video. That's Correct. The, nobody yep. else's. Yep. Um, okay. We have covered a lot. I think that these are amazing tips. For everybody listening, and you can certainly go back and listen again. Um, was there was there
1: anything else, Sherry, before we? Well, I- do have a few kind of good ideas that people should keep in mind or if you don't know how to do this you know look at Facebook help for more information but obviously the big one is use a business page for your business Facebook really does frown on you using a personal Facebook page um, for your business activities and so make sure that you're separating you know a business page a personal profile and using things like Facebook events and groups for your business, for the way that Facebook created them to be used. Does that make sense? Yeah. That
0: makes total sense. And and also doing things like, having your own Facebook stories, your
1: own photos, your own videos. Yes. Yeah. And be consistent. You know, Facebook also doesn't appreciate that you just use it when you want. So for example, you know, you're going to get much more out of using Facebook if you're consistently posting every week rather than when Facebook uh, or when Norwex has a flash sale and you haven't posted anything in a month, but you post that flash sale is being very, very promotional. Again, that's not super authentic for Facebook in their, you know, policies. So just make sure that you're using Facebook weekly. Notice I didn't say daily, because daily isn't necessarily needed. But here are a few ideas. Facebook stories. This is a great tactic, Susan, because Facebook stories are still relatively new. Instagram stories is the same idea. So actually you get more out of using Facebook stories right now because Facebook wants you using them. Same thing with Facebook live stream. So here's an example of how you might use a flash sale. You could actually read the information um, in your Facebook live stream video about a flash sale and that's a much more creative way to engage your audience and um, share about something like a flash sale. Again, your idea, use your own photos, record your own videos, your smartphone is recording wonderfully um recorded videos now with very high definition and so there's really no reason other than people are afraid to turn on that video record button Um, but those are definitely a couple of tips i would
0: yes absolutely and so for that flash sale too you know just show product in use you know if it's on sale uh show how you can use it people always appreciate that and that's easy to do it is Yep. Um, I, I love all of these tips, and I think that our listeners are going to be very excited because you're thinking, well, this seems like a lot. Sherry's actually in the process of putting together a one-page do's and don'ts, best tips document that we will be linking into the episode description, so you can have something you can go back, refer to, share with your team, um, because certainly spread the word on some things that you don't want to do, but certainly are those best practices that really will help with your reach and your engagement and helping to be more authentic and real. Sherry, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate, it. I know everybody does, hearing from you and all that your team is doing. And so I just think that until we have, um, you know, we, we have a better handle on uh some of these rules that may be consistent it's a good idea that every now and then we'll just invite you to hop on and share some best tips and practices and things that are going on in facebook at the moment and things that yep. you can do right now to make sure that you're never ending up in timeout
1: right nobody likes timeout or jail No,
0: not at all. All right. So thank you, Sherry. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in today. We do have a social media podcast series that we've started. And if you have not had the opportunity to listen to Melissa Reynolds, share her tips. For having a successful VIP group, I strongly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode. She um, she has amazing results with what she is doing, and I think that it's really something you will all benefit from. So take the time to do that, and I always end with an action step. So the action step for today is take that... Um, best practices, the do's and don'ts uh, document that we're going to link to this podcast and print it out or share that link uh, with the rest of your team and your fellow consultants. So everybody can be compliant doing uh, what are the best practices and avoiding being in timeout or jail. So until next time.